Hello and welcome to the Spirit Talk podcast, where we'll talk all things spiritual. I'm your host and the creator of the podcast, Brandy Bolton. Join me at looking at spirituality from many different angles. There will be no stone left unturned. From science and spirit to topics that some may call woo-woo, I will also discuss my own experiences as a developing psychic and medium. This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, Soul Tribe. Brandy here. It's so good to be in the hot seat right now. I have taken a kind of not really a planned break. I just didn't get around to recording this episode before I went on a trip. So I've been on a long camping trip with friends and family. And um, man, just living life, really rooting in, having lots of full, rich experiences, which is really important for anybody in the healing arts, anybody doing psychic medium work. It's important to live life and not only focus on spirit, though spirit is a part of my everyday. I've just really enjoyed being offline and just having so much fun with my loved ones. It's been amazing. So if you are somebody who listens every week or however often I put out episodes. Sorry for the little bit of delay, but I'm here now. This one's going to be on frequently asked questions, questions I've had a number of times. So I'm just kind of paraphrasing things that I've heard over and over, things that I know many mediums have heard asked of them, and I'll give you my take. So that's what we're going to do. I love that slowly but surely more people are interacting on the Facebook group Spirit Talk a Soul Tribe. I'll put that in the show notes if you want to join that and also you can follow me on Instagram at Spirit Talk 13. Summer's my fave. It's a little bit hard for me to schedule because I work and I have my kids here obviously away from school so it's just a little bit harder for me to schedule. Be easy on me. I'm not in this for business. This is really my hobby and I love it very much. But sometimes I have to do it at my own pace rather than having, um, oh, I must do an episode this week kind of a thing. So, hey, I've also been doing readings, like quite a few readings for you all, not you all, but at least five or six in the past couple weeks. And that's with me being away for five or six days. So thank you. If Thank you for trusting me to read for you and to pick up your loved ones and your energy. It's been really amazing. I've learned a lot. And yeah, so we're going to talk about all kinds of mediumship and psychic stuff today. I'm just going to kind of paraphrase or make up the question wording. It's not coming from one one specific person, okay? But it's stuff that I've heard. In fact, I just heard a, a number of these when when I was away, oh, meeting new people or getting to meet new people or getting to know new people. It's like, oh, is Brandy the woo-woo one? <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind being called the woo-woo one at all. And that inevitably comes with questions. So some of these I've just heard over the past week. Here we go. I'm just going to get into it. When someone passes away, how long before they can communicate? Actually, I've had this as a DM on my Instagram from a listener. 
I've had, I've been asked this a few times, how long before they can communicate? A lot of people have put rules around this or, you know, spirits can't communicate right away. I say that spirits can communicate right away, right away. There's no rule around this where they have to wait a certain amount of time or, or anything like that. I know stories of people who have brought a message to their loved ones immediately after passing away. Um, I can think of one time when a grandmother, like a matriarch of a family, passed away in, in the upper level of their house with her family by her side, and the doors or the windows flew open at the moment that she passed away, and the room flooded with the scent of roses. And this lady was very in touch with, very into praying to Mary, like Mother Mary, Mary, Mother of Jesus. She's of Catholic faith. And roses are associated with Mary, or at least they were in in her church. And that's what I was always taught as well. And so a lot of her family took that as a sign that Mary came to get her or that she was with Mary. Perhaps it just means that she was in the presence of Mary's love. Regardless, for the room to flood with roses and for a wind to blow the, the windows open, how amazing, right? And there's many, many stories of people communicating before their loved ones even know they're passed away. So there isn't like a hard and fast rule about how long before they can communicate. I, I think it's possible that it's different for every spirit, but uh, it's not like, oh, no, they have to wait a certain amount of time. Now, if you're wanting a reading for somebody who has recently passed away or somebody who you're just really deep in, in grief, you might want to wait. Grief is like a blanket. It really makes a, it difficult to perceive anything but the feeling of grief. So if you're really, really in grief, you might want to wait a little bit until you're in a space where you can communicate well with the medium or have an open enough energy to be able to receive what's coming through. But um, also, who knows, maybe you could, maybe you get a reading a week after and it's part of your healing and it helps with your grief. There, I, I try, really, really try to not be rulesy around this. <laughs> Easier said than done to not be super rulesy around this, but I've learned that there isn't really any set way a, a spirit can communicate immediately. Another question that comes through is, do spirits ever not want to talk? I haven't experienced this. I don't know of any mediums who have. Even when practicing, people pick up at least one or two things from the spirit when they're not even, maybe they don't even consider themselves a medium yet. I certainly didn't consider myself a medium and I would pick up things from spirits. I know that sounds silly now. It's like, well, duh, what the heck do you think you were doing? But anyway, so do spirits ever not want to talk? No, I don't think so. They love to be able to share with friends and family. I have experienced it and I've talked about the healing place on the podcast before 
Um, since then, I have had the pleasure of experiencing a few different types of healing places. It would make sense that there are many since there are many, many souls. And for me, it's a little of a different energy than than a spirit who is right there communicating, jibber-jabbering away. It's like I'm having a conversation almost. The people in the healing places have felt a little bit more distant, not on purpose, but because they're dealing with their own things and learning from their own ascended masters. And they do come through kind of with the sentiment that they're going through this and they will come through stronger when when they're able to or when they wish to. I've, I've never had something not come through at all. So I don't think there are spirits who don't want to talk, even ghosts who are reluctant energy. I've got information from, so I think they like talking, to be honest. I think they like communicating with, with mediums. I also get the question, do you feel like you need to protect your energy during readings? I remember my mom asking me that at the start. And it's kind of yes and no. The word protect, I don't like to use because for me, it's just setting an intention to communicate with the person's loved ones. I think you have to have boundaries when doing this work. And over the years, I've learned how to work with my own boundaries, how to tweak them as needed or work with them in different ways. But my answer to this is kind of no, I don't need to protect my energy. I feel like I go into a place that's extremely high vibrational. Souls who I'm communicating with are in energy of love. And I just don't feel the need to protect my energy during that. But I do take grounding myself pretty seriously because I've experienced what it's like to not be grounded. And I guess that's kind of a form of protection. I also do self-reiki very often. If you want to say the word protect, then yeah. But I definitely don't fear spirit in any way. So... I use the term managing my own energy rather than protect. I hope that makes sense. I didn't prepare any of these answers. I'm just kind of going off the cuff because I've, shit, it's been a long time since I've done a podcast. I need to get down there and, and record. So excuse me if this isn't very well thought out answers, but I'm going off the cuff here. Okay, so another one that I've heard, actually, I think I was talking with Amy and Aaron and we had such a lovely chat. You can listen to that if you haven't already. And I had a few questions come through about, I say I can pick up on certain things because they're close to my heart and mediums, they get things that are close to them. So people have asked me to speak more about this. I think the example that I used with talking with Amy, Amy and Aaron was addiction. I do tend to get, or at least I went through a phase there of getting spirits who passed from their addictions or dealt with addiction in life or the sitter dealt with addiction. That's because in my life, I have experienced a lot of people who have had addictions or dealt with addictions or passed away from 
their addictions, accidental overdose or whatever. So because it's something in my frame of reference, I'm able to perceive that. Whereas a totally different reader might read the same spirit and not pick up that they passed away from addiction. So this is really interesting is that I I do think that we are connected somehow on the other side. It's all orchestrated. You know, you get the right medium for you or you're drawn to a medium for a specific reason. Some examples of other things that I have within my life that I pick up is plants, gardening. I can pick up the names of plants that the people are giving me. Having two two boys or having children, being a mother. Just things that are in my life and my frame of reference, I can pick up. And that is really how this works. And that off the top, when I talk was talking about living a full, rich life and having many, many experiences, that's part of the reason why mediums really do need to live life apart from just always working with spirit as well. Because it's rooting, it's grounding, but also because it gives you more to pull from. It gives you a lot of reference points. And it's just beautiful how that works. It is important to live as much life as you can and live life to its fullest. And actually that's a message that comes through from spirit a lot of times for the sitter is live life. It's a real gift. Live it, live it, live it. Okay. So another one that comes up a lot is should mediums stay away from alcohol or cannabis or drugs? That's an interesting question. And it's kind of a balance, right? You have to have an awareness. I certainly smoke and drink. I don't do it while doing a reading. I take my readings seriously. I work for spirit and I I do want to get it right. So being clear headed at the time of a reading is important to me. So I would not do a reading after having drinks or weed or anything like that. I do know of a medium. I think she works out of Scotland. She's from the UK. And um, she has a G&T before she goes on stage to do her demonstrations, a gin and tonic. Um, she does mediumship demonstrations. I wish I could remember her name. If I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes, okay? So should mediums stay away from drinking and smoking altogether? Mm, no. But have an awareness if it's in balance. Obviously, mind-body-soul connection should be as balanced as possible. If you're way out of whack, then you're not going to do well at your readings right so I'm of the mindset that yeah mediums can live life and and drink and smoke and do what they do but within reason you don't want to sit down hammered to do a reading (laughs) that's disrespectful and it's part of the energetic boundaries that I carry I don't I definitely don't drink the day of and I and I also feel that the sitter shouldn't drink the day of rules like a week before or a month before that can get a little excessive but they should not drink the day of their reading another question that comes up a lot is do mediums just get things randomly from spirits when they aren't doing readings okay I can only speak to myself so yes and no 
I don't want to. <laughs> I really don't want to. I wouldn't go up to somebody in a store and say, oh, I'm a medium. I'm getting this from your grandmother. Her name must have been Lily. I think that's unethical. It's not how I want to practice. You never know what that person is going through. And it's just not how I want to work. I don't want people to, I don't want spirits to come at me all the time either. So that's about managing energy. Again, it's about having energetic boundaries. Also, while not being so boundaried up that it's affecting my life. At the same time, I'll talk about how being really, really cracked open, doing a lot of psychic work or a lot of mediumistic work, it does make me feel a little different in my everyday life because I'm more and more and more sensitive to energies. And sometimes things will pop through from a spirit or I'll get psychic information for a person. But then I realize it and just ooh, got a call back in some of my power and I do that. If it were meant to be, the person would start talking to me and it would come up. If I was to say, oh, I, I'm, a, I'm a medium and they asked me, that's a little bit different. But before, a long time ago, I would get things randomly because I was not aware. <laughs> I wouldn't have even said I'm a medium. So, and that wasn't the best feeling. So having a little power over it, a little bit of control over it because I'm managing my energy well is the sweet spot. Okay, another question that has come up a lot of times on the show is, are people born mediums or can they develop it? <laughs> I just had this question actually asked of me by the poolside by a grandpa. Like, where does this come from? And it was interesting. My friend who I've known for like well over 20 years, she's like, oh, she's kind of always been that way. And I found that so insightful and interesting in how people see me. It's always cool to get a little look in. How, how people perceive you. So she said, I've always been woo-woo is how they were all referring to me. And I would agree. So I said, actually, it's a bit of both. Yeah, I'm highly sensitive to energy. I've been interested. I've been drawn to mediumship and psychic stuff pretty much my whole life. But I wouldn't have been able to really do a reading or anything like that until I intentionally started to develop so some people are more natural than others, but anybody can develop their mediumship psychic abilities to some extent. Anybody. And sometimes they've gone their whole life and not known they're a medium and boom, suddenly they open the door and shebang. They're amazing or incredible. Um, so yes, it's both. Mediums are born and they can develop it. <laughs> okay, here's a fun one. I don't know if I mentioned, I've been doing readings for a lot of you lately. And somebody asked me, do you forget what you've said in readings? Okay, I think this was somebody who I did a repeat for. So it was the second reading I've done for them. And I had no idea, none, no idea. I think it was a year prior zilch idea of what I said to her in the first reading. She reminded me of a few things. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> like it's the first time I've ever heard this. 
And people who I've talked to have come up to me and said, oh, remember when you said blah, 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 <laughs> whatever it is. I, I literally am like, nope, no, I do not remember that at all. And that is a sign of real true channeling. You know, you are channeling um, messages from a deceased person, a spirit, a soul, and it's not coming from me. It's coming from them. So yeah, I remember tidbits and little bits and pieces, but for the most part, not much. And I think that's safe to say that it's like that for a lot of mediums. Sometimes I will remember things and that's to me a good sign that I'm really trying to translate the stuff that I'm getting. It's not like a direct channel where it's coming through claircognizantly, but I'm seeing pictures and images and feeling feelings and trying to figure out what this means and translate it. I do tend to remember that more often. And early on, the things in my early mediumship and, and psychic readings, the things that have really, really blown me away, I remember quite well as well. As well. Just things that I'm just like, holy... I can't believe I just did that. A few of those stick out. But in general, no, I don't remember things that I've said. <laughs> okay. Has a spirit ever hung around after a reading? I got asked this recently and actually the answer is yes. Yes, actually the spirit has hung around after a reading in a beautiful way. Um, some spirits just really touch my heart and my soul and I just love, love, love reading for them. I read for the spirit, not the sitter as much. And them sticking around after has just taught me how to do this better. You know, I don't really want them sticking around after because I'm on my time now. It's like a light switch on off. So if they do, it's because I haven't really acknowledged them, said thank you and closed the door and said you know, until we meet again, maybe one, maybe one day we'll speak again, but that's it for now and let them go. So when I haven't done that properly and managed my own energy and shaken off whatever came through, through the reading so that I'm going forward with my power intact, that's when they hang around a little bit. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> Not a bad thing, just when I realize they're still around. Oh, hey, yeah, we're done here. <laughs> we're done. And thank you so much for coming through. And that's when I close. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> that's all the questions I could think about that came to the top of my mind that I have heard. If anything comes to your mind, send me a question and I'll add it into the next episode or whatever. Feel free to DM me on Instagram or email me or hop onto the Spirit Talk page on Facebook. So that's it for now. Until we meet again, friends. 